What's going on, family, friends, and foes? And welcome back to another episode of Scales and Truth. I'm Anthony. I'm Tara. And uh, we have a good one for you today. We are talking about the facts, our truth, our facts that we have found uh, that really support and uh, what really convinced us to believing what we believe. Tara? What is it that we believe, Anthony? We believe <laughs> that we are African Americans that came over during the slave trade. Mm-hmm. We are the true Hebrews, Israelites. Yes, 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 we do. So um, I wanted to make sure that we had this um, uploaded for you guys um, with a few uh, to be included with the few other podcasts we've done that will be released soon. I wanted them all together so you guys would have the facts, uh, something to lean on and kind of spark some interest for you guys and spark some, I don't know, zeal to start doing research. Yeah. And really, I think the, the, the most important thing for me is just to start that conversation. Because once you once you start that conversation, the wheels get turning, uh, then you'll start to talk to other people and they may have uh, some some outlooks and some things that they've come across. And uh, really is just to uh, open up the minds, you know, just keep it keep the information flowing because information is power. And we do know that uh, that the powers that be work very hard to keep the important information suppressed. Yes. So, yes, they do. Yes, they do. And. Um, I'm confident that um, as long as you have the spirit leading you, that you will find a lot of what we found and probably even things that we haven't found. So if that is the case, you've been doing research or you start some research and you want to bring some out, we are always welcome for you guys to leave that in the comment section. Oh, yeah. And if you don't have a comment section, if you're listening on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, our email is teleomovement at gmail.com. That is T-E-L-E-O movement at gmail.com. How you know they know how to spell movement? <laughs> All right. So moving on. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Um, I want to start out by saying that um, making it clear that we... Um, don't ascribe to any particular religion. Right. Um, so we take things um, and, and still believe in things, the whole things dear to our hearts um, that we learned in Christianity. There's a lot that we have heard from even the Hebrew Israelites um, and what they believe that um, is true. We found it to be true, but there is also a lot on both sides that um, we don't necessarily agree with. So I just want to make it clear that we are more spiritual. We are spirit-led right. over everything. We're spirit-led, and we follow Christ first and foremost. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, I just want to make that clear. Um, and then the other thing is that <laughs> what we are not here to do is, like, argue with anybody. Ding, ding, ding. You We're can argue with your mama. Argue with your mama. Argue with your mama. I we just here to provide information that we found, uh, spark dialogue, and uh, just open up the floor for communication. Good communication, right? Uh, we not gonna go back and forth with you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's not just that not. Right. We we don't have the patience for that. Uh, if you are open to information, then you know be ye encouraged. But if you're not, then keep stepping. So. There we go. There's that for that. Let's stop with that. All right. You want to lead? Sure. So 
I don't know why um, this is what I wanted to start out with because for me, it's like the biggest thing and usually you use like the biggest thing for the end. However, um, the first thing that I found that really like started moving the wheels in my head as far as um, us being the true Hebrews is there is a 1747 map of Africa, seven uh, maps of Africa, uh, 1747, a few years after that, but everything before that um, shows in West Africa, a land named Negro land. Right. So it's been doctored. It's been altered because obviously looking at, google maps or looking at any maps after that you're not going to find that it says negro land on there right nope. a lot of us know that a negro land exists because that's where timbuktu is right. um and a couple un- other uh like uh kingdoms and stuff like that mm-hmm. um that you know we heard of uh from from our grandparents or people that are just teaching us about our history our heritage uh so of course we've heard of that however a lot of people just don't they like I know when I was looking into it and you mentioned Negro land and like the, the map of Africa and I was like, I'd never bothered to look at the map of Africa, you know? Right. Um, but it has been doctored, of course. Like, uh, what are you saying? You were saying something about, um, Judah. It was the kingdom of Judah. That yes. W- so actually, um, upon further researching that the kingdom of Judah, um, was, change to mm-hmm. um wuda right okay but actually when i look at the different translations of judah that spelling is actually on there so it's still j-u-d-a-h it's, it's, it's not um they don't put the h it's j-u-d-a but i'm talking about the change that they when they um added wuda on there it's mm-hmm. just a different translation to judah okay um and there's another way to pronounce it the, the same way it's just spelled different with the o-u at the beginning oh gotcha yeah okay. Okay. um but it's still it, it after um looking into like the the different translations of Judah that is actually a translation of Judah. Right. Okay. So, um but yeah, I found Negro land to be very interesting. Um and so I started looking into Negro land. Um I don't even remember how I heard about it, but I heard to look up the 1747 uh, map of Africa and to also look in the Zondervan's Bible dictionary. Um now with that Bible dictionary, it's held um for most theologians that's a dictionary that they use a lot um within the church. And so it was very interesting t- when I looked up um the name Ham. Okay. Um who's be- Ham? So Ham is one of the three sons of Noah. Okay. Right? So we know that we So Noah was basically the second Adam, right? Right. All of the everybody in the world was um, a son of his three sons, right? Right. Because no one survives the flood. The flood, flood except for them that were on the boat, right? Gotcha. And it was his three sons, right? Um. So in the Bible, in Genesis, and I um, can't remember the chapter, but in the Bible, it's, it breaks down like the genealogy of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the Bible, it'll tell you that uh, Japheth was the father of mostly um, the European nations. Okay, so you have Ham and you have Japheth. Ham, Japheth, and Shem. Gotcha. Okay. So Japheth um, fathered the European nations. Mm-hmm. Okay. And actually it says um, China too. Okay. Um, but anyway, then you have um, Ham. 
right? Right. Ham fathered the the African nations. And actually, I will read you the definition in the Zondervan's Bible Dictionary. So it reads, um, Ham, the youngest son of Noah, probably born about 96 years before the flood, and one of the eight persons to live through the flood, he became the progenitor of the dark races. And it says, not the Negroes. It continues to say, but the Egyptians, Ethiopians, Libyans, and Canaanites. Now. So the Libyans, Canaanites, Egyptians, Ethiopians, those are all pretty much the African. African uh, nations. Raci- or nations. There you go. Almost, right. I don't know what I was about to say. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're the African. They're the African nations. But it specifically says that he was not the progenitor of the Negroes. Right. So we know we're not from Japheth because the Bible says that that is. Um, the progenitor of the European nations. We right. know that we are not from Ham. I mean, it clearly says here, so that only leaves one son. Which is who? Shem. Okay. So based off of based off of the information at hand, we're from Shem. We are we are descendants of Shem. Okay. Okay. All right. And so of course, um Shem had multiple sons and you go all the way down the line and there's a, a lot of sons involved. Um, but just starting with that simple information there that we were never taught because we were really taught that we were a cursed people because of the curse that Noah put on Ham or the Canaanites. We were taught that that is why we were in slavery. Gotcha. Okay. So in fact, we weren't part of the Canaanites, which means that that curse that he put on Ham doesn't apply to us. Right, which makes total sense, honestly. Um, if you think about it, how many times have you been told that Africans were in Africa selling Africans? More times than than not, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, I mean, have you ever so- sat back and thought about that logic? Like, where have you seen a nation selling members of their own nation? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So, usually, um, when one nation is turning against another, it's because they have nothing in common. Right. Right? If you look at it, um, if you look at Africa then and even now, um, they didn't have the resources that were in Negroland. Because when you see the slave coast on Negroland, you also see um, where they were going to get coal and they were going to get gold. Right. Okay. So that that area of Negroland was highly blessed. As a matter of fact, as, as you mentioned, it was where Timbuktu was. There was universities there. Right, definitely. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, I just found that very interesting, especially since there was a time um where when we filled out applications, we had to mark that we were Negro. We weren't even called black. Right. We were called Negro. Right. That makes sense. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. So that was our first point. Uh, The second thing we uh, we looked into uh, during, you know, Bible study and things like that. uh, We came across Revelations 29 and it says, I know thy works in tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say or yeah, which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Right. So that's Revelations 29 or I'm sorry, two and nine, not twenty nine. And we came (laughs) we came across an article uh, talking about Tel Aviv. And Tel Aviv is a city in Israel. Right. It's the uh, capital. Capital. Yeah. So it's the capital of Israel and it's known as the homosexual capital in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. So they have festivals like multiple times a year. 
Um, I remember we were watching the video and they were saying how the government actually pays for their festivals. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, cool. The Jews that we know of today. Right. We are now figuring out that they're not actual like the the Jews. Uh, And I'm not talking about like the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The. what like Semitic Jews? No, no, no. Like, um, wow, I lost the word. Ethnicity. There mm-hmm. we go. So you know, we we know that there's a difference between the the religion and the ethnicity, right? We're we're talking about uh, the 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 Israelites, the Jews. We're talking about as far as spirituality goes, uh, as far as the blessings and the curses go. Um, so. Um, yeah, that was interesting finding out that uh, Tel Aviv was the homosexual capital of like the entire world. Um, and then other things that we started finding about because it, it was like, okay, so we've, we've happened up on like footsteps leading us back to believe that we are the true Hebrews. But what about like, who are these people over here in Israel? Right. And so just looking into them, um, you'll actually find that um, today they are, um, for the most part, the owners. They own just about everything um, in Hollywood. They own most of the banks that we deal with. Yep. Um, they own and dominate the the porn industry as well as the music industry and media. Yep. Um, most media outlets, whether you're talking newspapers when they were popular, um, magazines, and um, just the news you see on TV, they dominate that. Yep. So, so I'm pretty they, sure, uh, was it um, the Rothschilds? Yes. They exactly. are. They're they're the uh, Ashkenazi Jews is is what we're talking about here. Right. Right. And I mean, and it's not just that family. Um, I want to be clear. It's not just that family. Um, but if you you start looking into it, you'll find that um, most of the big the bigger owners in each of these industries are in fact um, Jewish. Right. Right. And so if you and it's there's multiple ways to look at this reality. Right. And one of the things that I took on is we know how black people are portrayed in the media right we know what kind of music is pushed out to us you know Mm -hmm. what we hear in our music isn't everything that we're talking about or feeling but somehow some way all we hear in our uh, music is you know degrading women right calling each other out our names right shooting drugs and gangs right Mm-hmm. And so um, and then even with like media, the way we are portrayed on TV, whether you're talking about um, movies in Hollywood or you're talking about like our sitcoms all the way down to our news stations. Right. Please right? not another black movie. Yeah. And when I when I say another black movie, you all know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like black owned and black produced and, and, and stuff like that. I'm just talking about what you see and you're like come on now like why is it that every time you see us we, we gotta be ghetto exactly. we gotta be loud exactly you know we gotta be thugs we gotta be smoking weed and things like that and um you know obviously there's uh failures in every um culture and with every race color and creed however why is that all we are seeing when it comes to art people so right that really made me um think about that and that leads me to the next point uh, where we're talking about the the cycles, the continuous cycles. Like, why is it that every time you see us, we're seen as less than? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it and once again, we go back to slavery. We are in a continuous cycle of slavery. We know that the Hebrews in Egypt 
were enslaved. We know that after they were uh, freed from that bondage, they were also led into another form of slavery. They were continue like we were continuously delivered into the hands of our enemies. We were, we were, and then we also find um, post the major slavery that everyone knows about um, that is written in the Bible um, in in Egypt. We know that there was. Um, prophecies Mm -hmm. um we're talking from deuteronomy all the way up to the new testament and matthew that the um hebrews would go back into slavery and when i'm talking about um in matthew you know jesus is saying that you will be delivered up to be afflicted and you'll be killed and um that you should be hated by all nations right even when he was on the cross and the women um were at the the cross looking up at him and weeping and he told them like why y'all don't cry for me right don't cry for me don't don't feel bad for me because i know where i'm going and i know what my future is don't cry for me right cry for yourselves he said cry for yourselves cry cry for your children cry for your children's children because there's going to come a time very soon here where you are going to want the mountains to fall on you you know how bad your life gotta be to where you want to die by a mountain slide yeah yeah, I mean that's another use of he said say that this mountain move so, but yeah. anyway, um, so somebody probably said <laughs> mountain move, be move. yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we have promises, um, or I don't want to call them, but it was prophesied that we would go back into slavery, um, and so and and that's what we've seen here, um, in in America and not just in America because it was the transatlantic slave coast we uh, black people or Negroes were shipped into all nations which is another part of each of these prophecies he said that he would sift us across the world that um that the hebrews would be slaves and that he would take them into all nations to the and in the end he will bring them back from the four corners of the earth right right so bringing that back to uh the I don't want to call them fake Jews to to bring it back to the to the Ashkenazi mm-hmm. uh, Jews that that we know of. Uh, a lot of people like to uh, say that oh well you know the Jews have already gone through their slavery they they've already gone through mm-hmm. uh, you know the Holocaust and not to downplay that or discount that because um, I think during our research we found that it was like eleven million people were killed in the Holocaust mm-hmm. like that that in and of itself is is mass killings in in large proportions mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but it was prophesied of a continual slavery you mm-hmm. know it and when you look at african americans or black people in america it said 12.5 million africans were shipped to the new world and 10.7 survived the dreaded Middle Passage, right? And then you go on from there, and it's 17.2 million Africans died in the continental U.S. alone. And um, what's interesting about that is that uh, the Jews were very heavily involved in the slave trade. Right. Um in all kind of areas, they they own the banks, so they would uh, loan people money to build ships yep. to go get slaves. Um, they were trading slaves themselves. They were um, getting slaves themselves. 
Um, they some of them were the sailors, but they were making money. They they were if not one if not the one of the biggest profit profits or they got one of the biggest profits from right. the transatlantic slave trade. So when we're when we're talking about um this, now we're talking about the 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 people that were uh more wealthy. We're not talking about the families that were devastated um it within their own community. Right. Uh we're we're talking about the ones that were in the upper echelon, the ones that were pulling the strings, the ones uh that were really just behind the scenes uh trying to orchestrate you know them fulfilling uh their their role trying to take our role as far as being the the chosen ones so we're not talking about the families that uh you know were ripped apart the families that uh were killed during Honestly, World War II. to me they were just sacrificed yeah they and were it's sad to say to um to something bigger that they were planning right exactly they allowed them people to be sacrificed um and so i mean but yeah but they're evil i I hate to say this, but overall, they are very evil people because um, there's a book uh, that they have that's called the Talmud, mm-hmm. and it's a book that they hold higher than the Torah that they supposedly study, and they also hide ho- or hold it higher than um, than the Bible for those who believe in the New Testament. Um, and in that book, it literally says that uh, Christ is in hell right now burning in hot excrement it says that if a man wants to sin he 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 can sin like that's fine he just can't do it in his own city he should go outside the city and sin right um and then one of the craziest things that is in that book um and you guys check this out go research yourselves um it says that if a man has sex with a child it is nothing so I think that you guys should really look into that and look into because my thing is this if um if we look at it um the reason the reason that slaves were to go or Hebrews were to go back into slavery the way it was prophesied is because we turned our back on God. We turned our back on Christ. As a matter of fact, we were the ones saying, like, give us Barabbas. We were the ones who wanted him dead, right? Right. And so we turned our back on God, right? Mm -hmm. And he said that because you have turned your back on me, I will turn my back on you. Yep. Right? Um, And so that's why we have come under this uh, this slavery that we are we have been in and we currently in now if these people um over here are truly Jews then where where are their curses coming in at right I mean one could argue that they're continuous wars I mean you know they yeah but I mean even with that um like we they they make it bigger than what it actually is. Um, if you, I mean, you guys have to do your research on that too. They they make it like, um, like Israel is just always like being like sought out for a fight. Like people are seeking them for a fight and things like that. But there is many a stories about the brutality of those Jews over there, how they are the ones antagonizing the Muslims, and it's not hard to believe because. Um, Israel gets billions of dollars from yep. the U.S. and other countries, from the United Nations. They have some of the most sophisticated defense systems yep. in the world. 
So, I mean, how they, they're not really victims. Um, they We study are pumping in money. Even now, like, Trump has given them so much money that they're building him, like, a whole estate there. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. It was, like, I think it was on, like, Twitter or something. Uh, <laughs> there's, like, a little establishment called, what is it called, like, Trump Tower or something like that? Yeah. It's, yeah, something. It, yeah. I, all I know is that it's an estate there that they're, they, they're building, but... I mean, this has been the history, especially especially from the Republican Party, because they're supposedly Christian, right? And so, and then the Bible says, you know, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And these, if these are presumably, you know, the people of God, then pe- then the Republicans, of course, want to stay on their acts, right. you know, and look like they're doing what God wants them to do. But, um. I mean, that's another standpoint to even look at it. Like, America should be very blessed. I was going to say, I was going to ask, I was like, so we've been blessing (laughs) them for so long? We have been blessing them as a country, and our churches have been blessing them. I've been in a lot of churches where they go and do missionaries over there, and they send so much money over there where they invite them out for, like, free trips and things like that. So, and, and, and if you look at it, I mean, how many people do we really still have in church? We have, at this place in time, there is more people turning away from church and going to witchcraft that are then the people that are still getting saved yeah so if if we as a country and we as a church are study blessing these people but we're not seeing these blessings come back is god a liar no 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 never let 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 god be the truth and every man be a liar right god is not lying Mm -hmm. so if you are blessing these people and you aren't receiving these blessings back maybe you're blessing the wrong people right and studies have shown (laughs) that and it, it and we just didn't come up with like Ashkenazi and people aren't just like whispering that like that's an actual uh, identity like uh, there. I know there were a couple uh, you found a couple articles. Uh, one I see is from NBC News. Uh, this was in October of 2013 by Tia Ghost. Uh, there was a study done at the University of Hattersfield uh, pretty much saying um, that the origin of the Ashkenazi Jews uh, were originally from Europe. Yes, they were. Um, there's a lot of DNA tests saying um, that they they were from um, Europe. And there's uh, I know that there was a lot more information. I have a lot of information on my documents when I was doing my research. Um, however, I have noticed that they've even tried to like start taking a lot of that down, like even to find um, – more up-to-date articles mm-hmm. um i've i've had to go through pages usually you know you get your hit on the first page of google and i've had to go through pages to find it and you know just like a few months ago when we were researching this it wasn't like that but i think yep. that the times that we are living in especially within the last month or so where people are looking for answers mm-hmm. you know um they they because i mean google was owned by jews honestly it's not far-fetched really yeah it's not far fetched. Yeah. Um. And a lot of a uh, like I was uh just brushing back up, uh yesterday, and a lot of the information that I had saved, like I can't find it anymore. See. And a lot of the websites that I did recognize, uh, some of them are starting to require subscriptions. Yeah. In order to read the whole article, and I'm like, but, all right, well, I guess, um. But there was one more study here uh, that we had. It was in the L.A. Times, September 9th of 2014. Uh, and this one is talking about uh, all of the Ashkenazi Jews alive today can trace their roots back to a group of about 330 people. And it says uh, who lived 
anywhere between 600 to 800 years ago. Mm-hmm. 600 to 800 years ago is, I mean, it's a long time, but it's not it's like the, that yeah, long ago, the, right? Yeah, it's yeah, and um, something else um, for you guys, if you are interested, is I would encourage you guys to start getting DNA tests. And I know they've started changing the codes because we figured it out. But um, for African-Americans, most African-Americans, um, when you do your tests, um, they're going to trace you back um, up to like 1,500 years ago, right? Um, but for most African-Americans, they trace your line um, – for a a hoplogo hope I don't know how to say a hopeless group haplo group oh haplo group haplo group hap, yeah that <laughs> um and um for uh, most African Americans it goes back and it more closely links us to the people in the Middle East right mm-hmm. which we know that the people in the Middle East are sons of Abraham right right y'all do know like the Middle East and Africa is like connected to Egypt were right Africa. Like it a lot. And it's weird because like up until I actually started looking at maps, like I didn't realize like you realize, you know, they're they're all close together. But literally you just you it's right there. It's all connected through Egypt. Exactly. Which is why um, when uh, God said that I'll bring you back into slavery with ships in Deuteronomy, that made no sense to people. Right, ain't no ships in Egypt. Like, what you need a (laughs) ship where you can row, row, row your boat across here? Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's places where you can walk straight across. Yeah. So why would we really need, like, a ship? Like, that didn't make sense. Um, But it it, it wouldn't make sense when you continue to read and he said he will make you a slave in all nations. Right. All right? Um, but yeah, so it, it, but for the most part, um, African-American DNA is more closely linked, um, to people in the Middle East than it is Africans. Um, if you have gotten a DNA test, um, I know, uh, two of the labels. Um, so if you, if you got a haplo group, is that how you say it? Haplo group? Haplo, haplo, something like that. Anyway, if you got that, it, it ended up being E1B1A. Um, then that links you more closely um, to the um, to the people in the Middle East than E one E one B one B, right? Um, that links you to people in Africa um, or the sons of Ham, mm-hmm. and so and that's even information that um, more recently Twenty uh, Three and Me they changed the way that they code hmm. those haplogroups. Um, to confuse you so make sure you're looking into that and, and start googling and there's actually there's a lot of maps online um, that will tell you exactly where your people were about 1500 years ago so if you have done that um, I would definitely look into those things um, and then another thing that I do want to mention I want you guys to look into it is there's a book called the 13th tribe yep and so with that book that was actually written um, by an Ashkenazi Jew, and he tells the story of how the uh, those Jews that are over there in Israel um, and the, the Jews that went through um, the uh, Holocaust were actually, they invented themselves as Jews. Yeah. They added, because we know that there was only 12 tribes, right? They added themselves. They added a 13th tribe, called them Judah. And, I mean, of course they would do that because, um, a few hundred years prior to them, you know, declaring themselves as Judah, they sold Judah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like they not here to do it. We know that. We made sure of that. Right. So 
one thing that uh that I did want to mention about the uh the DNA tests was that um we came across a video or at least I came across a video. I'm not sure if I shared it with you, but um it was a set of twins that both took I think it was like three or four different DNA tests from all like the big companies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you would think that they would have been identical because they were identical twins. Yeah. They weren't. It was it was interesting to see because it was like they some like three out of five of the companies uh had like the same uh DNA like groups as far as regions, but then you'd start breaking it down and it's just it's it doesn't match up at all. Like one person would be like, Oh yeah, I'm from Sicily, but the other person would be like, Oh, well, it said that I had Rome or something like that. Like that it was, makes me think that they're just not telling the truth straight up flat out though. Yeah. So they were they if they're identical then Yeah, it it should be. They have the same DNA. Yeah, but a lot of times, I guess they said according to their algorithms, like it was just it's like wonky to where, it I don't know I don't I don't remember exactly what it was I saying. Look but into that because that doesn't sound right. If they can't tell, like who, which one murdered somebody, you know, because they have the same DNA. Yeah. Then I mean, how, then again, because it's literally like twins are literally one egg split apart. Right. And like even the scientists like at like universities and stuff, they were that were uh, looking into like DNA and stuff like that. They were even dumbfounded. They were like, I, I don't know what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's something to look into as well. Definitely something to look into as well. So now we're moving on to uh our our final point uh another thing that we were looking into oh well it's my final point i guess uh another thing i was looking into uh was in savannah georgia there is a church called first african baptist church it was originally called uh first colored baptist right and this was the first black church in america right so to this day uh and they they allow uh the public to come in and look at this um, but there's Hebrew inscribed in the pews um, from the enslaved Africans that were here, African-Americans. Um, and it said on their website that the church was organized in 1773, right? But according to our history books, America wasn't founded until 1776. So it was just something that I found real interesting. Um, and then it said that the pews uh, were actually made by the enslaved Africans and they were nailed into the floors. Uh, and then on the outside of uh, those pews as well, it had some other classical West African Arabic script. So it was it was real interesting to see. That would, um, but again, that would that would make sense. Well, one, uh, we know that, you know, a slave was the one hand in the pen when a declaration of independence was was signed. Right. So there were already slaves over here. But. Um, as far as like even them knowing how to write Arabic would mm-hmm. make sense because again, um, they're the children of Abraham. Yep. Right. And most um, many of the Hebrews, at least in ancient times, um, knew Greek. Mm-hmm. They knew Hebrew. Yep. And they also um, knew a lot of Latin. Yep. And they also knew a lot of Aramaic. Um, so. Yeah, and actually it said. Uh, that Christopher Columbus's translator Louis de Louis de Torres, uh, he the they said that the first um, thing or the first language that he spoke to the natives was in Hebrew. Uh, those are accounts from you know the voyages. Uh, you'd have to look into that further, but to see like the the actual validity. But I mean, it would it would make sense. 
you know? Yeah, and actually, um, that's something that I don't know. I want to do another podcast on because um, there's actually a lot of evidence um, here that was here long before any white man walked this uh, country or oh, yeah. what we now know as a country that implies and really to me proves that uh, Native Americans were um, also Hebrew. Right. Which, I mean, that would explain where the Ten Tribes disappeared to. Yeah, that, but that's, that's definitely another, for another one. Yeah, that's another discussion. Uh, but, yeah, and Hispanics as well. Just want to put that out there. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're closer than we really think we are. We, we That's why we really need to come together. Um, but my next point would be um, for, especially for, like, the um, older Christians out there, I'm sure you've heard, like, things like um, the Jews uh, or Israel is God's time clock, right? right. If you want to know how close Christ is to coming back, like keep your eye on them. And it's like the reason we do that is because we have read our Bible, right? right. And we see that the end times has a lot to do with Israel. However, things don't add up. So, again, I'm going to ask you, is God a liar? Nope. All right. Well, we know uh, through the Gospels we read how um, Jesus said that when you see, basically when you see Israel become a nation again, um, then I say to you that this generation that sees that will not pass away until everything be is is fulfilled, meaning him coming back um, and dwelling with us. Like when that happens, that generation will not pass away. This goes back to those Jews. I feel like they self-fulfilled prophecy, which goes into uh, the Balfour Declaration, which if oh, you guys haven't looked yeah. into that, you, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. But they, they self-fulfilled that prophecy. Yeah, that's where the, the, the Rothschilds actually uh, got their start. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a deal with uh, with Great Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and this is just a, an overview, very broad uh, but they pretty much was like, hey, look, I know you guys are losing this war. Uh, yeah. We will, number one, get America involved. Exactly. Right? That, that's something totally. Look, it is. if you want to go down up, that rabbit America hole. America was not, was not, uh, as a matter of fact, the president at that time ran for his second term based on we're not getting in that war. Yeah. So they were like, look, we will get America involved in this war to help you win it. And then, but in return, we want the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. So look into that. Very, very interesting stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's wild to see, uh, you know, and you have, you have a lot of other things, you know, you have the dark ages, you have the Renaissance period, and I'm not talking about the Harlem Renaissance. I'm talking about the actual medieval Renaissance and stuff like that. Just, just once it you go down that rabbit together. hole. Yeah, yeah, it all comes together though. Um, but yeah, so they, they, but they self-fulfilled that prophecy um, or what they thought they were doing. Right. Right. So, um, I remember I used, we grew up watching like TCT and there was this pastor on there, um, end times pastor named Jack Van Empey. I'm telling you if uh, anybody older listening, y'all know who I'm talking about. She got an old soul, y'all. Listen, this man, but like we grew up listening to him and this man was like, he was so excited. He's like, oh yeah. Cause he's watching Israel. He's like, oh yeah. Like I'm going to be here when he comes back. I know I'm going to be here. He's this close and he's watching these people over here in Israel. So he thinks prophecy is being fulfilled, right? Right. That man died a few years ago. Yikes. <laughs> he gone. Well, let me tell you why. So in May on May 14th, 1948, that is when um Israel or the Jews took Israel and made it so 
quote unquote a nation, right? Um, or that's what they call it. It was like a state or something like that. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's really a state, but that's that's what um, a lot of pastors teaches. That they became a nation when they got the land back. But right. if you look at the etymology of nation, um, back when we had the Bible translated, the King James Bible, nation didn't mean a land. No. It meant a race of people. Um, it also meant begot, meaning that it, it, it it's you know, a family, right? When they return to their heritage is what that verse was saying. But they self, they tried to self or they attempted to self-fulfill that prophecy to make everything look good and on the up and up. Yep. Oh, something else about them being over there. What? What other, what, what other capital are they? Are they? They're, they're number one in the world for something else. Uh... <laughs> Uh, what is it? Oh, skin cancer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, them, them people dying like crazy over there because of skin cancer. But if your skin wasn't made to take that heat, your skin wasn't made to take that heat. Say la vie. Say <laughs> la vie. Yeah, so those are just um, a few things that really um, got us going as far as the search is concerned and things that we were able to um, prove fairly easily also um i want you guys to look into there's um it's pretty easy to find actually that there's a lot of um people still in africa who still claim um a jewish heritage um they still even practice a lot of the feast and the passover and things like that yep so you got uh the people of uganda you have a group of people in south africa and i think it's pronounced uh old Old Shorn, Shorn, in South Africa, you have the Sifwi, uh, people of Ghana. You have people in Morocco, uh, Ruscape, Zimbabwe. You have people in Tanzania as well. So, definitely uh, look yeah. into that. Look into the Bantu tribe. The Bantu, yeah. Um, the um, Igbo tribes. Igbo tribes, yeah. Igbo is very important. Um. Oh man, what was it? I know that that's where they got ebonics from. <laughs> many of us were ebo, so yeah. So just just look into it. If you find something interesting, or if you find something that uh, doesn't seem like it adds up, and you found uh, more information to counteract that, or to re to refute or rebut it, uh, let us know. Send us an email. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, also, Taleo Movement on Facebook. Uh, just let us know because we're always looking for uh, more information just because you can never have enough information. And mm -hmm. just when you think you have it, you'll find something else that either disproves it or, you know, further proves uh, what you've known to be true. So, And also, um, if you are um, another nation um, or you're another um, color or race that's listening, um, I want to be clear that you know none of this is about hate but it answers a lot of questions for us as well right um if you're in particular um hispanic or um native america let or native american let us know that you're hearing this and whether or not you want to hear some more um facts um in regards to your people in particular because there's actually a lot of history that we found there as well um, but before we wrap up, I do want to ask you, a, or it's like a two-part question. Okay. All right. The first part is, why is this important to you? 
To me? Yes. Well, it's important because, like, we all have those questions, you know? Like, as, as black people in America, it's kind of embarrassing in school or around your friends when, you know, you ask them where their people are from, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I can trace my roots all the way back, you know, like 18 generations. Yeah. Um, and then we're just like, yeah, we're from Africa. Right, we like, came over on a ship. Yeah, like we were, we were kings and queens. It's like, yeah, but like it's actually even hard to even trace us back to a plantation. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, why is it that like we're we're really one of the only groups of people that we just trace our roots back to an entire continent, right? Right, versus like unless you took a DNA test or unless you're you know, first, second, third generation American from Africa, mm-hmm. like you, it's very hard to prove, you know, where you're from. So, so that leads me to the second question. Why is it important to our people? It's important to our people um, because once you realize who you are, uh, number one, you develop a, a new sense of self. Um, and it answers a lot of questions as far as what's going on in today's society. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're like, why are they why are they hunting us? Why are they trying to kill us? Why are they trying to exterminate us? Why is it that we can't be seen as, you know, a, a more than three fifths of a human being? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it really fulfills uh, those answers of, yeah, it's not OK. It's still not going to be OK. But at least it answers you, that you why. why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I feel, too, that it's it's very important to, um, one, us here, uh, black people here in America, um, in regards to the times that we are now living in. Um, and we have been living in. Um, I, I just seen today where someone was talking about, like, they visited the African American Museum mm-hmm. in Washington. And, and the first, he said, like, the first um, part of that, at least the first 20 minutes he spent there was absolutely traumatizing you know why were we why were why were we singled out why were we picked and um it answers the question too and i don't know how many people have asked this question especially within the uh, christian community if we read again and i said this before in another podcast if we read that we fight not against flesh and blood but against evil and darkness and um dark rulers and high places why are these dark rulers coming for us specifically? Right. What is it about us, right? What is it about us that we were brought over on slave ships? What is it about us that we had our heritage taken from us? Yeah. Which is actually prophesied in the Bible as well, yep. right? We're the only people on the face of the earth that we, we don't have a heritage. Our heritage for us goes back to slavery, and we don't know anything before that. This is true. Right? This is true. I was true. reading today about how they were saying, like, um, all these, like— like hoodoo and and voodoo and things like that are our heritage. I'm like, how could you possibly know that? Right. Like, there's no way for you to know who your people serve, what God your your people was serving. There's no way for that. But we 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 are so lost that we grasp on to anything that looks good. Right. Right. And so it it definitely answers that question. And um these things have to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. They have to be fulfilled in order for Christ to come back in order for this to end. um, We have to get into place Um, because the same way they thought they were watching the right people um, over in Israel and they thought the end times were coming. Like we 
as a whole are starting to question things, especially in this generation um, right now. The millennials are really starting to question things and look for facts. And um, we're a lot smarter than than what they give give credit to us for. Right? This is true. And so. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are opening their eyes. And if we can see the why, then we can turn back to our God. And if we can turn back to our God, my God, like <laughs> we can do some things. Right? right. So, yeah, there you guys have it. There you guys have it. And, uh, you know, this isn't to try to convert anyone. Right. Uh, this is just to provide information. Uh, that way, you know where we stand. And, uh, yeah. I love our people. I love our people. Yeah. So appreciate y'all for listening in once again. And uh, we look forward to y'all tuning in some more. And we look forward to you hearing from you, Sue. Thanks. To Leo. Peace.